Okay, so uh, there's your thumbnail, David. Something like that. Global 7500 Bombardier. Wow, beautiful. Beautiful jet. And uh, we did a video with uh, that jet at uh, Sky Service. But they have the 8000 now. That's their flagship. Anyhow, Missionary Enterprise, Missionary Aid International. Uh, in association with Brethren in Christ Church and Ford Portal. Hey, finally, uh, Uganda, Africa, finally got around to doing a teaching for them. And it, it went well. And uh, it's our last teaching of the year. Today's the 31st of uh, December 2023. Not that I go by dates or years, but anyhow, it is the day. And... Uh, it's our last teaching that I'm planning on doing for Africa and even Asia for a long time, unless the Lord shows me otherwise. And I want to do some more live streams and I want to do some teachings for my Facebook groups. Yes. So anyhow, this teaching is called Obedience or Faith. And if I look a little rough, I'm on a 40-day fast. Today is number 23. That's why I'm drinking the tea. And uh, anyhow, so this is a good teaching. This is really, really interesting. And uh, the Lord gave me revelation on it. So it makes it even better. So my first note here, once again, we've put the cart before the horse. Oh, no. Imagine that putting the cart before a horse. <laughs> you don't go nowhere, right? You got to put the horse before the cart. Obedience is the byproduct of faith. All right. <laughs> I'll tell you. I've written quite a bit on the subject in the past because it has been taught so wrong. Yes, it's been taught wrong. To the point of getting God's people into works and out of grace. Yes, and the walk of faith generates and gives birth to the walk of obedience and not the other way around. We're going to get this? We're going to teach on this today. When the Lord first began to teach me on faith, he had first begun to teach me on grace the year before 2006 and not obedience yeah and because it's faith that gives access uh to the grace of god or accesses the grace of god and not obedience faith in his grace believing what he has already done for us given us freely at the cross but also back in of the garden because we are back in the garden not geographically but spiritually guaranteed we are all right another note here in many ways obedience does not make any sense whatsoever in the context of relationship between a man and a woman in matrimony and their children or between god and his children and in most cases those who walk or who are trying to walk in obedience are walking according to the old man and they're they're failing big time instead of the new man walking by sight, instead of walking by faith. <clears throat> All true relationships are based upon faith, trust, and love. Yes, and not obedience. Working at believing what God has already given, done for us freely at the cross is key to obedience. You know, I'll tell you, you got a bunch of people that are just trying to please God. Oh, God, I missed it, Lord. Oh, God, I'm, you know... And they get into condemnation and different things like that. And man, if you're trying to please God apart from being filled with the knowledge of his will by sowing the word, you're going you're gonna to live a fruitless life. Uh, yeah. 
Note, once you've learned to walk according to the new man, according to the spirit, uh, this whole realm of obedience will become something of the past. Yes, it will. Back to I have to versus I get to. Uh, this word obedience is the byproduct of faith. The Lord gave me, uh, that gave me, proves that faith comes first. Yes, it does. And this word byproduct carries the idea of a secondary result, unintended, but inevitably produced in doing or producing something else. Bingo! Let's work. Okay, I'm going to... For too many, far too many Christians see praying in tongues, fasting, confessing the word as something that you have to do. Yet these are some of the things that we get to do. Instructions of His grace. Since we know we never got to do these things before we got saved. This is how I detect a carnal Christian in my midst. And I remember when the Lord got me into... Wow, I was praying in tongues huge even before 2000 seven and uh, but I then I, I I think I well I quit my job in 2007 so I, I had more time to pray in tongues and got into confessing God's word and I had a a preacher yeah a well-known preacher in the city tell me that I was into works yeah I was into works all right but he didn't know what kind of works I was into yeah God put me to works he he told me what to do all right and when God tells you to do something you better do it because he knows what he's talking about yeah, and uh, he wanted. To, he told me one day, he said, I want to hear two things coming out of your mouth, tongues and my word. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, and I like to talk. So lots of tongues and lots of speaking his word. Why? For my transformation, etc. No, in other words, you need to teach on faith and how to build faith instead of obedience. Back to what I said years ago, stop working on your behavior and start working on your believing, which can also work for stop working on your obedience and work on your faith. Yes, please. Everything God does or expects from us is for us to believe him and his word. And out of that, there will be obedience automatically and naturally. It's part of your transformation. It's part of your transformation. All right. Bible's very clear about being transformed to his image. Once your spirit has been um, regenerated. So, here we have this word here, unbelief. It's the word, um, I didn't even have, uh, yeah. So, it's Strong's number 543. It's actually the word disobedience, all right? But it carries the word obedience. So, one of the key definitions to this Greek word here is to uh, someone that is not persuaded, all right? So, then not it's, that's the, the A part of the Greek word, apatheia. So we've got the word, so referring to willful unbelief. All right, so, well, what is belief? It's to be persuaded, right? So the opposite of this would, uh, the opposite of this would therefore be faith, believe, believing. One of the key definitions for to have faith, to believe is to be persuaded or to be fully persuaded, and that's what we have in Romans 4, 21 regarding Abraham. Faith is something you have, noun, and believe is something you do. The verb, the action. Abraham had to become fully persuaded that God was able to do what he had promised him, right? And that's for all of us. Anyhow, don't have time to go into that. If you take the time to do a proper and thorough study in the New Testament, you would soon find out that there are more references to faith, to believing, 
compared to obedience. Yes, and there is a reason for this, which brings us back to what I wrote at the very beginning. Uh, what the Lord had given me regarding obedience is the byproduct of faith. I remember where I was. I was getting some wood for my wood stove, and I was at, uh, at on, on Ritson, at Ritson Tiles, and uh, just getting out of the truck, and boom, the Lord gave me that word because he knew I was doing this teaching. I was getting ready for it. In other words, Jesus and the apostles talked more about faith than obedience. All right? I mean, Jesus, why? I mean, you want to watch, you want to see somebody walking in obedience? Wow. Look at the life of Jesus. But Jesus walked by faith all the time. When God told him to do something, when God told him to say something, when God showed him where, where to go and all that, he did it. He did it because he believed them. So, and so, yeah, he obeyed him, but he believed him. See? See how the belief comes first? All of this obedience, disobedience, and faith and unbelief began back in the Garden of Eden regarding the tree of life versus the tree of death, I call it. Genesis 2.17. All Adam had to do was believe God and he would have obeyed him. All right? We make a lot of big deal about Adam's disobedience. Well, it's Adam's disbelief, unbelief. Every strong, healthy relationship demands faith, trust before obedience. I tell you, uh, this whole realm of faith, the walk of faith, has not been taught right, first of all, which is one of the reasons why we taught on obedience more than faith. I would never want to be in. I would never want to be in a in a, in, a, in a marriage, matrimony, where my wife felt like she had to obey me. Or I felt I had to obey her, whatever. It's like, man, wow, what kind of marriage is this? It's not a marriage, you know, it's it's control, you know. So key verses here regarding all this. Romans 1.5, it is through him, Jesus, that we have received grace and apostleship to promote obedience to the faith. Now, this is the Amplified, and make disciples for his name's sake among all nations. I like the, the New International Version, actually, a little bit different. Through him, we receive grace and apostleship to call all the Gentiles to the obedience that comes from faith for his namesake. I believe they have it right. Yeah, and they do have it right at times, uh, the New International Version. But I don't really use it to teach or preach overall because it's not based on the majority text. So, I wrote here, when you walk by faith, you walk in obedience, all right? Since we are called believers, meaning we're called to believe what God believes, Faith pleases God, Hebrews 11:6, because faith puts God to work at effectively working out his plan of redemption in our lives and in the lives of those around us. Yes, we're called to walk in obedience, yes, but first and foremost, we're called to walk by faith. And when we walk by faith, we walk in obedience. Wow. You know, sounds pretty good to me. Mark 1:15. And saying, uh, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent, uh, metanoia, change your mind, uh, and believe. Wow, the good news. Believe the good news. All right? So many times the word believe is in the imperative mood, meaning it's a command. Yes, absolutely. God expects us to believe him. All right? If there's anybody we need to believe on this planet, it's God, the God of the Bible. All right? So let's look at Romans 10, 16. 
uh, but they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report? So now we've got the word obeyed and the word believe. See how it works? All right. So note, note, Mark 1.15 has believed the gospel. And here in Romans 10.16, we have obey the gospel. They're synonymous. It's synonymous. All right. It's all intertwined. 2 Thessalonians 1.8, to deal out retribution upon those who do not know or perceive or become acquainted with God and who ignore and refuse to obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. But we just read, believe the good news, the gospel in Mark 1.15. Is it a contradiction? No, it's not a contradiction. A lot of people say, well, see, the Bible contradicts himself. God contradicts himself. <laughs> if you think God contradicts himself, boy, how much more do you contradict? God don't contradict himself. It's because we don't understand the context. We don't understand the scriptures by the spirit. So the word says we are saved by grace through our faith and not through our obedience, Ephesians 2.8. Every time Jesus healed someone, it was according to their faith, right? Let it be done unto you as you have believed. What about the centurion's great faith who was a pagan, right? Yeah, here's a guy who does not even, he's not a Jew. Back then, it was a big deal not being a Jew, you know, because they were not in, they were not in union overall with God. They were just were not, but God, but Jesus was looking for faith. If he can get faith from the, from the pagans, hey, great, you know, even from my own experience, the more I work on my faith, believing, yes, work, 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 and it does take work, sowing the word, all right, the more I obey whatever it is that God has asked me to do or is asking or will ask me to do, all right, it's going to become easier and easier all the time because my old man will be put off. It's the old man that gives you issues, all right? I was telling a sister yesterday at the grocery store. She's uh, she's born again, and she's talking about fasting, and she knows I fast big time. And we talked many times over the years when I go there, when she's there, when she's working that shift. And I said, the fasting, you know, the fasting, you're doing it for you. You're not doing it for God. You're not doing it for the devil. I mean, you're doing it for you. You need to change. God don't need to change. God will never change, thank God. And uh, the devil will never change. Unfortunately, he won't change for the better. Anyhow, he may change for the worse. I don't know. But you need to change. And that's what fasting does. It changes you. All right? So let's look at John 6, 28, 29. Um, then they said, what are we to do? Oh, yeah. That we may habitually be working the works of God. Um, yeah, what are we to do to carry out what God requires? 29, Jesus replied, this is the work, yes, that God asks of you. I remember, okay, uh, that you believe in the one whom he sent. Uh, yes, and here the Amplified catches it, that you cleave to, that you trust, rely on. That's a big part of faith, all right? So the note is believing what God believes is and will take work. Believe me, if you, <laughs> no pun intended, but if you ever give yourself, if you ever decide to get serious about sowing the word, uh, you're going to find out real soon, real quickly that I was right in what I'm saying, that sowing the word takes work. Building faith takes work because you're full of things that contradict the word of God. 
So most Christians fall, and I've fallen into this trap of working for God. I'm working for God, and there's no fruit overall. And there's a place for working for the kingdom, but we need to make sure that it is God who is the one working his works through each one of us, Ephesians 3.20, but he needs our faith. The more, anyhow. Romans 16.26 is another great one. But is now disclosed and through the prophetic scriptures is made known to all nations according to the command of the eternal God to obedience to the faith. Wow. See how this all works together? All right. But remember, faith comes first. Faith is the byproduct of obedience is the byproduct of faith. Right. So people need to take these notes, teachings and build upon them as the spirit leads them in doing so. We are commanded to walk by faith and not by obedience. Therefore, we must do what it takes to build strong, robust faith. All right, so that's it. Last teaching, short and sweet, but powerful. Lots of stuff in there. I mean, I can do a whole series on this, and I will one day. So as I finish all my videos, I encourage each and one of you to learn to walk, learn to do what it takes to walk in the fullness of your sonship by walking in the fullness of the grace of God, as well as in the faith of God, because it's grace, faith, that gives access to the grace of God. Shalom and amen. And goodbye, 2023. And hello to 2024.